This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hear a great moment on the fan that you want to hear again and again and again and again? Pause, go back, and then skip ahead with Rewind on the Odyssey app. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes, she needs Just download and search WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, let's do this. They call it a Friday. It's a summer Friday. The clouds are going to sweep away. It's going to be beautiful this weekend. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across from me, his name is Al Tony Dukes. What's up, man? Oh, good morning, Jerry. One of the first stories I saw this morning when I woke up was uh, in Brooklyn. There's a a bar in Brooklyn, and uh, some women were hanging out in front of this bar, and... uh, a possum went into the bar. What was time it? was this at? Uh, I'm not sure. But this possum just walks into the bar. Sounds like a, a joke. Yeah. yeah. A priest and a possum walk into the <laughs> And one of the women walks into the bar, grabs the possum by the scruff, and walks it out. You're kidding she me. She picked it up. I would not do that. She's from Alaska, it turns out. Okay, well, and, good for her. Uh, she, she's living in Brooklyn now, but she grew up in Alaska, where I guess she manhandled animals like, when they got out of hand. If you know it's what impressive. the animals can and can't do or yeah. will or won't do, I mean... She, she picked it right up by the back of the neck, Jerry. Like, you ever wonder why we, we have dogs and cats, like, we're so okay with them? Yeah. And yet you see a raccoon or a possum, or, and right. you're, like, afraid of them. Yeah. Well, possums, I also think, for her. depending on how ugly the animal is, and a possum is the ugly, one of the ugliest animals we have. Okay. It's a little more scary than, like, a cute doggy. Okay. Or what if you have a German shepherd coming at you? Yeah, when it's pissed. That's right. <laughs> but yet we just think of them as just the pets because that's how we've been yes, raised. That's true. And they're domesticated and whatever. And how this woman was raised, if she sees a possum walk into a bar in Brooklyn to order a drink, yeah. maybe the possum was just getting a happy hour beverage, Jerry. Yeah, I'm sure. You don't know. You ever watch Life Below Zero? No. Tremendous show. That's I can't watch thing? it all the time. Yes, it's living in Alaska and people that live off the land, and it's pretty wild. If it's got people pull up, picking the possums up by the scruff oh, of their absolutely. necks, absolutely. No question. In. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. They there's all sorts of things in that show. There's yeah. even a fan there's one where it's like a family of six and they teach the girls at a very young age how to skin the animals and mm. how to cut the meat out and then how to cook. It's really it's fascinating that with the way we live that yeah. people still live like that in other places because we're not used to it. Yeah. Skinning animals. I don't want to be skinning animals, Jerry. Yeah, I'll pass. I like to uh, just go to the supermarket and <laughs> all the things I require. And think that it's really not animal meat. It's not an animal if <laughs> I don't see it, Jerry. I know. I hear you. If I don't see it running around by itself, it's not an animal to me. Yep. Jerry, we have a quality night of sports ahead of us. I don't know about you, Jerry, but uh, starting at 7 o'clock, 
I'm going to be what's called locked in on sports. Yankees, Tigers. You Yankees. are not watching the Yankees and Tigers. Well, who's pitching? Does it not? I'll tell you who's not pitching. Yeah. Nestor Cortez. I mean, I know it's Garrett Cole, but you're not watching the Yankees and Tigers. Probably not. But let's no play chance. It. Let's play along, Jerry. Jerry, I'm going to be locked in for Yankees, Tigers at seven. Then come eight o'clock, I'm going to switch that over to Rangers Lightning. I, I am going to watch. that. I do believe you. I we'll think you'll have that. the Rangers Lightning on. And then I'm going to stay up. You Jerry. will not be up at ten. No, you will not be up at ten ten to watch the Mets. And, and at ten ten, I'm going to watch Mets no, Dodgers. So I've got quite a night of sports in front of me. So I'll be. Sitting in front of the television at 7.05 okay. until 1 a.m. when that, so game, prove it that to Met me game is over. And tweet out at 11 p.m. your thoughts on the Met game. And then at midnight. I'll just do those scheduled tweets where I go, huh, this no. is some game. No, you can't. <laughs> this is some game we're seeing here tonight. No, no scheduled tweets. Oh. I want to see replies. I want to see you being active and engaging with the Twitterverse. No, yeah. no. No scheduled tweets. That doesn't uh, it's probably work. not going to happen, unfortunately, Jerry. I know it's not. I will watch the Lightning uh, Rangers, though. I believe you. That, truthfully, I will watch. I do plan myself to stay up and watch Mets Dodgers. I will not make it to the end. Right. But I do plan on seeing at least the first three or four innings. Yeah, I'm not sure how to take that Mets-Dodger game last night. Uh, good pitching performance. Uh, it was one thing Gio mentioned, and uh, he's right. Sometimes you got to play like the numbers. The Dodgers has had lost like six in a row, or, so, or the Mets won five and six in a row. The Mets won six in a row. Yeah, Dodgers had lost three in a row. This was uh, this well, Tony Gonsolin, who you were like Tony Gonsolin yesterday. Tony Gonsolin, the guy's been tremendous, and he was really good again last night. And the Mets lineup did nothing, and even the two runs that Walker gives up. You know, the, the second one, you can make every case that. You know, Marte should probably make the catch in right field, but it is what it is. They, you're not going to score. You're not going to win if you don't score. And the Mets couldn't score. That is true. When you get shut out, Jerry, you're not going to win many games. You are not going to win that game. So that they played Dodgers again tonight. Now, last night, uh, Francisco Lindor was not in the lineup. Right. We found out at about 5 o'clock he um, shut a door in his hand or something. He shut a door in the hotel on his finger. Yeah, something like that. Which I'm still not sure how that happened. Who knows? But Steve Cohen thought it was hilarious, evidently. Uh, well, at least he's got a sense of humor. He had tweeted, Lynn Dore just got hurt by a door. Ironic. <laughs> yeah, ironic, ironic that you paid him $30 million last year and he sucked. <laughs> yeah. Ironic until he's out for like three weeks, we find out that uh, his fingernail is now going to be infected and we'll see in August. Boy, they do say he's playing tonight. Yes. I, they expect him to play tonight. And uh, they said they were maybe going to use him as a DH last night originally, but that his uh, finger was, was hurting. Right. Yeah. Middle finger jammed up in a door. Yeah. Listen. Gotta be careful. We've seen weird things like this happen before. If he's out there tonight, then you know it was literally he just jammed his finger in a door, needed a day, and he's fine. They said they were also looking for an excuse to give him a day. Well, there you go. So you got one. Smash your finger in a door. Crappy way to get a day off, isn't it? How about Mm -hmm. this? Just give him a day off. I wonder if uh, Steve Cohen got word or checked out the finger first before he made his hilarious take because that could backfire on you. Well, if it turns out to be something more serious and he misses a month, not very funny. Right. I agree. Yeah. So I he agree. must know something that yeah. this is definitely a nothing. You know what sucks, though, for last night? Not that he wasn't. I mean, whatever. He didn't play. That's fine. Um, it's more. I mean, Guillaume was there. I think Guillaume was there. Um, it's more the fact that they got such a good pitching performance from Taiwan Walker and they had a grand total of three hits on the night. Three hits. Like, just nothing. Nothing. And it's the first time. They're the last team in baseball to be shut out this year. How about that? The Mets were? Yeah. 
First time they've been shut out all year. They're the only team before last night not to have had that happen to them. Who told you that? Elias Sports Bureau? Uh, No, this is the article that I read. You read an article? I did read an article. Was it a headline or was it you had to go down a little bit? It was probably fifth or sixth paragraph. Fifth or sixth down. Something like that, yeah. No, I noticed from watching the uh, the replay, the you know, the, the fast forward Mets. Uh, what do you call it, Jerry? Condensed game, mm-hmm. uh, Mets Dodgers. The umpire last night is really starting to enjoy. I think the umpires are starting to enjoy talking. Oh, to the, the call on the replay, yeah, on the re- talking on the to the reverse. crowd. Yes, that now was a that, cool play, by the way. Yeah, now that they're uh, now that they're mic'd up and they can face the crowd like the refs in the football game. After further review, the play is overturned. Uh, yeah, now. Uh, as somebody who's new to watching uh, hockey. Baseball? Oh. <laughs> Here, hockey. I've been watching baseball since the 80s. Sports. Sports. Uh, hockey, I noticed they're doing it now, too. Have yeah. they always done that in hockey? No. Well, that's when we play the uh, the no goal. No goal. I'm not sure what year. They, I don't know yeah. if that started. La- I'm not sure exactly when. I know baseball this year. I don't know on hockey when it started exactly. But, uh, yeah, they're into it. Yeah, the dude last night, there was one ump in particular who who I saw two different things. He did uh, on the Starling Marte. Uh, Marte hit a, a line drive to left field with the dude, I forget who's out there in left field, went diving and they initially called it a hit. Then right. he trapped the ball but initially called it a catch. That ump was so into saying <laughs> that was a catch. And then uh, there was a rundown. Yes. A where, double play, as it yeah, turned out. Yeah, where Escobar tagged the, the dude on the Dodgers, and they originally called him safe. Yep. And the and, ump had to come back out and say that was overturns as well. He's it, so into it. Isn't it amazing, too, when you see that replay, you wonder, like, how did the umpire get it so wrong? He was right there. Yeah, like, the I... The one at third base. Right. Now, I understand on the on the TV view that we have from in front of the player behind it, however you want to describe it, he might have looked like he might have been safe, but then you see the replay from in front. Like your eyes are right on right that play, there. and I know it's I know it's close, but it ain't that close. I don't know. Yeah, that, that was a weird one. That to me the, is the a, ump was in perfect position. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. That play is overturned, and that's one where, as much as I don't like replay, yeah, there are so many examples of why you need it because yes. these guys. I mean, my goodness, they do get while they get most right, the ones they get wrong, you're like, how? And that was one. And Chris Taylor was the guy in left field. Who made the catch. Yeah. What's weird is he didn't argue that right away, that, that they initially called that not a catch in maybe left field. He wasn't field. sure. Yeah, maybe he wasn't sure. But it looked like a catch to me. Yeah. But it's, if, you, if you're not 100%, because a lot of times you see the guys, and for instance, Escobar on the play we're talking about, immediate, and now a lot of these guys will do it even in the wrong, but you're right in that. It's odd to not see them call for the reverse immediately or yeah, for the replay. Like I definitely me. caught that ball. But you're right. It looks like he probably just closed his eyes, yeah. dove in the area, and, and the just, ball ended up in his mitt. Right. And you're probably not 100% sure. Yeah. But, oh, well. It's, I love that place. It is cool. It is that, a cool-looking place, place to watch a game. Man, God. I Dodger wish I could, Stadium. I heard even Sal talking about it. I'm surprised that's one he's not been to because uh, Sal's one of these stadium freaks, which is awesome. That place, that's still one of the coolest nights I ever had watching a game. And Fleekelman's going out there. He's Today, now. A, he's making a Met road trip. He's doing Dodgers. You know, don't you usually do this after you get married? Guys uh, get married yeah. in three weeks. Yeah, that's a little strange. So he's having a pre-wedding honeymoon. He must be thinking, like, I'm going to get some big bucks at this wedding. Let's go well, spend it will, early. Unless he's paying for the wedding. Yeah. But, yeah, he's going with his fiance. Are you going to this wedding? I am. Me too. Eddie as well. I think Sal is going too. Oh, is that right? That is right. 
I'll go to any wedding that's within 10 minutes of my home. <laughs> and this Be one careful. Fits. Here come the invitations. This one fits perfect. Yeah, this one's pretty good for yeah, you. Yeah, this is a perfect one for you me. You are down the Jersey Shore for the night. Loving it. You don't need a hotel. It's a three-day weekend. Is that true? Oh, it's July 4th July weekend. 4th. That's actually right. four-day weekend. I'm off that day. Oh, you wedding. took off that Friday? I think Eddie did as well. Oh, that stinks, because Sal and I are doing the show that morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? We're Boomer and Geo. Off. And then on my calendar, they're off. Yeah. Well, maybe I have that wrong. No, I think they're off. And, no. the, and the Tuesday, too, I think. You don't have that one either? No. I don't get any vacation. No one tells me <laughs> anything anymore. I gave you mine. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, got yours. I don't have I don't anything. Anybody else's vacations? I don't. I have nothing except for that first week in August, as you know. Yeah, I have Eddie uh, vacation and me on vacation. So who's coming in then? Oh. I saw Big Zoo on the calendar. That's fine. But I saw Big Zoo doing both me and Eddie's job, as of right now. Oh come on, really? That's what I saw. I saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You mean right? Well, mm, mm, and aren't, aren't you off the whole week of July Fourth? Yeah, whole week. I saw Fleegelman in, in doing both jobs. Both jobs, all week. I'm sorry, the guys are back. I don't. Know. Right, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that ain't your problem, Jerry. No, I have just the the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think they're in. Although that's a week I could see being. Yeah, you know what? Let's take it. I could see yeah. them them going like mm. the vac. I, I will tell you this: the vacation that I have seen from them. It's not as much as it's been in the past. I know. Well, so because I, they do things on the fly here. Right. So I can kind of see a week being added somewhere. Correct. That I, is certainly possible. I want to see who's pitching for the Mets tonight. Oh, Chris Bassett. Yeah. But yeah, the problem with uh, who's pitching tonight is who's pitching against them. Tyler Anderson? Yes, a lefty who is 6-0. and Damn, Jerry, 6-0? and Yeah, he is. But, he that, is that, but that's why the Dodgers are right there with the Mets for best record in the National League. Jerry, this dude has 48 strikeouts in 49 innings. That's well, like one an inning almost. That, <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> you're Damn funny. It. Damn it, Jerry. Well, g- listen, if you're Chris Bassett, go out there and yeah. do what Taiwan Walker did last night. Keep them in the game, and hopefully the offense comes alive. Yeah, let's go. The one thing you can't complain about with the Mets is, as you did last year, the year, even when they were – remember last year when they had the – whatever it was, the six-game lead, or the, what, I forget what it was. But they were playing well. They were in first place all the way up into August. There were many people that called up and felt like it was fool's gold because they would have certain nights where they just were dead offensively and then they would erupt for 10 runs and then they would win games you didn't expect them to win and whatever, and then things were going well. Well, that offense ultimately was not great. This has been different this year. Last night, it happens. You ran into a great pitcher, you don't score. Okay, fine. No Lindor, whatever. Come back tonight against, I know the guy's 6-0. and Come put a couple of runs up in the first inning, for God's sakes. Like, let's go. Yes, I predict a Mets victory tonight. Okay. Here's what I'm predicting, Jerry. Rangers win. Yeah, I actually like the Lightning tonight. I like Rangers, Yankees with Garrett Cole, and Mets. Okay. Could I put a three-way dance? Uh, yes, sort so of you have a little in? parlay. Let's go. The three-day da- three-game dance. Should I do the Dukes parlay tonight? Hmm. Or you go opposite. Rangers, you take, Mets. You, you take Dodgers, Lightning, I mean, what are the chances all three New York teams win tonight? Uh, they're good. You got, good. What do you mean? You got the two first-place teams and the oh. Rangers in the conference finals. Oh, okay. So possible. Pretty they're very good. possible, of course. Would you say the chances, Jerry, tonight of all three New York teams winning is pretty good? Or would you say it's pretty good, Jerry? I'd say pretty good. 
the first one. I'm not going the extra. Yeah. I say pretty That's good. That's how I feel. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I'm not going to sell pretty good. No, nah, not going to go crazy. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, you mentioned Garrett Cole. Let's take a break. When we come back, look at that. A doubleheader sweep. Oh. Again, Yankees take two yesterday. We will get to that and a whole bunch more, including at some point, even if it's just at the end, a wild fourth quarter where the Celtics beat the oh, Warriors yeah. last night. Yeah, pretty interesting. Oh, it's on the show sheet, Jerry. I, well, this is now we're talking championships. NBA Finals. Finals. So that and more, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com All right, coming up on 25 after 5, Alan Jerry till 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo then. We'll get to the Yankees in a moment, but I saw something during the break. Now, I knew Trey Turner doubled and scored last night, extending his hitting streak to 25 games. I actually mentioned he had a 24-game hitting streak all morning yesterday. I did not realize Paul Goldschmidt has a 24-game hitting streak for the Cardinals. I had was no it? idea either hitting streak was going on. <laughs> okay, so my question to you is... yes. <laughs> We've got two guys in the mid twenties right now. Do forget the forget the fifty six. Do either one of them get to forty? No. Okay. All right. I'm not sure either one of them gets to thirty two. You might be right. I'm just wondering if we've got a, ch- a shot. Like to me, if you get to Pete Rose was what forty four? Eddie, does that sound right? Forty three. I thought the record was forty four that he broke the National League. But I'm saying, I, I forget, I'm, I'm putting, I'm taking DiMaggio off the table for a minute with his 56. I'm trying to think if Rose 44. was four, 44. So to me, that would be kind of cool if anybody even just approached that, let alone anything near 50. Yeah, it'd be awesome. So you don't, so maybe it ends tonight. I love a hit streak. Because yeah, you never had one. <laughs> Nor have I. 
I had a hitting streak where I didn't get one in a full <laughs> season in Little League. 12 games. Zero hits. That's actually pretty funny. Zero hits. Jerry, let's talk New York Yankees. Yeah. They sweep a doubleheader. Yes. Which is so rare. No, it's not. Rarified air, they call it. Not that. rarified air. Mets up the doubleheader the other day. Remember last week? For all this talk of uh, everyone wanting to go see Shohei Otani, and he's a draw around the uh, baseball league, there was no one watching him yesterday in the Bronx because uh, they had him in that weird day game. Well, and you had – it's a game that no one expected. And so if you had tickets the night before and then all of a sudden – you got to turn around. Some people actually do work. Is that right? They do. Most of them are still home, but people do work. It's not easy when you're supposed to go to a game at 7 p.m. on one night and then all of a sudden tell your boss, uh, yeah, it's tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Yeah, I just got to leave early. I'm going to pass. Yeah, yeah. those games are great to go to, though, because there's no one there. So you have the run of the place. You Absolutely. You go to the urinals. No one's standing next to you. Anything. You'll get food. Yep. You got room next to you. You're not packed in like a sardine in the seats. Probably get parking, decent parking. Probably. It's still going to be Fifty-five dollars, right? But at least you still can find a place to park. Absolutely. Otani had a bit of a rough day, you could say, Jerry. He is now. You tell me this before right. you go on to his rough day. I remember when he started last year and got destroyed in the first inning. Has he ever, in his few times here, done anything spectacular? I don't think so. I think it has all been not great. Yeah, when he comes to the Bronx, and not great yesterday. No, so he he didn't record now in the fourth. He gave up a home run to uh, who? Matt gave Carpenter. Up a couple of them, yeah, early. Yeah, Mark Matt Carpenter hit a home run, leadoff home run, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm. Was it? Did I don't he know. bat leadoff. But he homered. Yeah, and then 11. you had another home run. Then you had Glaber Torres had yeah. a home run. Uh, then Otani uh, hitting, struck out, right? Flied out, then got one hit and got picked off at first base. Not a great day. It's a bad day, Jerry. Not a good day. It's That's simply a bad day. Not what the kitties come to see. No, it is not what the kitties came to see. Yeah. Now, uh, in game one, uh, Nestor Cortez threw seven shutout innings, Jerry. Doing his thing. Doing his thing. Seven strikeouts. Yeah. Now, I want to play you some audio, Jerry. I have audio cuts. You realize I heard this. I have you audio his cuts, ERA Jerry. is 1.5 now. Is that right? Yeah. Eddie, can you pot me up, Jerry? Uh, Eddie. So, uh, Jim Cat. Cot. Jesus. Jim Cot, who I thought was a broadcaster on Yes. Evidently, he's, he was. Uh, now he's, he's with the Twins. He's, he's 83 tw- years old. Yeah, he's 83. He's with the Twins now. He's with the Twins now. Uh, during the Twins game, he, I guess, was referencing uh, the, the dominant performance of Mr. Nestor Cortez, and it sounded something, Jerry, like this. That favorite pitcher being kind of like Devin Smeltzer, Nestor the Molester, Nestor Cortez. Man, he is fun to watch. Nestor the Molester, Jerry, he is fun to watch. Why? Why would you say that? Because when you say a name, I'll give you another example. No, no, or, or, you wouldn't say Ricky the Rapist, Al. You no, don't but, say those well, things. For whatever reason, like if somebody Dummy. says the name Chester, I think Ch- I, in my head I go Chester the Molester. But do you say it on, on Mike? <laughs> no. I mean, you think a lot of things. You don't say them. But it could he could mean, like, he's molesting the hitters I by the way I, he's striking dudes I, out. I understand. He's Nesta the and molesta. There was, there was no malintent there. there let's be very clear. He's he was, That has nothing to do oh. with it. There was no bad intent in what he was no. saying. And I know that. It's just a weird way to say just... 
I don't know, man. I've put in, uh, I'm going to open up a, a store, and I've uh, nested almost two T-shirts no. if you want to wear for your next Yankee game. Here's how you know Jim Cott, not Cat, is not involved. <laughs> Everyone calls him Nasty Nester. Nasty Nester. Yes. If he knew that, that's what he would have called him yesterday. Not. I mean, he got confused. He thought I, it was Nestor the Molester. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, really, just stupid. What are we doing? Didn't Jim Cott get in trouble the other, like, he not did. long last ago. year, I think. What, I, I, don't I don't remember. I don't remember what it was either. I don't, I'd have to check. Now that you're saying it, though, yes, I feel like he did get into a little bit of trouble for something he said last year. Yeah. I don't I'll have to look that up during the break. Yes. But I, when I went to find this audio, I went on Twitter. Yeah. And I just typed in Jim Cott. Boy, there's so many people, not, not even counting the Nestor the Molester comment. Just people in Minnesota do not care for his baseball analysis. Really? Yeah. I like Jim Cott when he was here at the S because he could be the analyst, and he also would step in and do play-by-play, which is not easy to do. He would? Yes, he would. Absolutely. And um, uh, single, Kenny Singleton would do that sometimes. Kenny Singleton? He would do yes. that too sometimes. Um, but I always thought he was good. But maybe in Minnesota, not so much. I don't know. Well. I hope they don't have anybody up in Minnesota on the Twins who rhymes with molester. All right. And he pitched in four decades, by the way. Four decades. That's a lot of pitching. Late yeah. 50s to the early 80s. Damn. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That would be like 90s, zeros, 10s, 20s. It's like Tom Brady. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, almost. Tom Brady the lady. All right, let's not Chester the molester. All right. Nestor the molester. That's probably not going to catch on here. No, of course it's not. And I'm sure he'll never say it again on the air. Good thing he doesn't uh, bat, because if he hit a home run, John Sterling, oh, my, it is long. Nestor the molester. Is that your John Sterling? It is long. (laughs) (laughs) You have any? (laughs) Never mind. It is. What does he say? It is high. It is high. It is is far. It is gone. It is far. Nestor the molester rounds the bases. All right, so that's Jim Cotton. <laughs> Dummy. Now, in game two. Yes, Jameson, we almost got a perfect game oh, from your so guy. Cool. Jameson Tyone. You know what's amazing about that, though? What's that? Is not only, so he doesn't get the perfect game. That's fine. But seven perfect innings. But it's amazing how you go from throwing a perfect game to all of a sudden in a blink, you're behind. Yes. <laughs> like, right. what? Right. He had a perfect game going. All yeah. of a sudden, you're down one nothing. Did you see, before we talk about him more, Yeah. because I figure this is right up your alley, did you see what Marwin Gonzalez did last night to Mike Trout? I did. I'm trying to think what he did, though. Tra- he hits a single to center field. Oh, yes. And Trout, who, quote, unquote, the best player on the planet, just... Very nonchalantly fields it. Marwin Gonzalez, this is a boomer play. Running hard out the box, takes two on him. That's awesome. He was lollygagging it yes. out there. He, he just took for granted that he was yep. going to pull up with a single because it was a routine hit. I saw a couple plays last night with uh, Trout where, and I'm not saying he would have been able to throw a guy out, mm-hmm. but didn't even, like, he just casually fielded a ball yeah. and lobbed it in. Like, I don't know that. You know, you come up throwing, they're gonna, it's going to get cut off anyway, I guess. But it just seemed like he was very nonchalant. And yesterday. just was passive and just let the play go. Yeah, and even a lot, who was the Yankee who who did that? That was Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, who I – where did he come from? Well, he was in Houston for a long time. Oh. He was the guy I wanted the Mets to get a couple of years ago. Oh, so he's been around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
when he rounded first base, the first baseman didn't even be like, oh, my God, she's gone. Because I don't think he's expecting it either. So I think, think it happens was... so quickly that these guys are like, yeah, wow, look at this guy. Huh. He's got second. <laughs> now, I don't think he ended up going around and scoring, though, right? No, I don't yeah, know. I don't, what, so. I don't know exactly what inning that was. But no, he no, that was yeah, not I, the I, inning that I, uh, he I, scored. I think he was stranded there at second, but still. Very heads up. That's Buck Showalter type of baseball. I think Jerry. that's awesome is what that was. Yeah, that is very cool. But anyway, back to your guy, the Frenchman. Oh, yeah. Jamison Tyone. Tyone. But you're right. That does suck. The guy's throwing a perfect name, and all of a sudden, it's like... All of a sudden, you're down one nothing. Uh, and uh, the... Sh- who, I was trying to think, like, the Yankee who uh, gave up that first hit. It was hit to him. It was a, it was a weird shift. Yeah. So it was either the shortstop or the second base. And it was... It was a hit. It wasn't an error, mm-hmm. but he looked so upset. Well, I think so. When you, it's funny you say that because there's a couple of different things there. If you're pitching, if you're defending for a pitcher that's throwing a no hitter, those things you actually want to take the error because it doesn't screw up the no hitter. The problem with the perfect game is any little misstep, yes. the walk, or an error. All of a sudden, a no hitter is still great. Don't get me wrong. But the perfect game is that's rarefied air. I would hate to be the guy. Oh, you'd be the one going to the manager. Uh, you know what? I'm good. Do you got my backup now? You take me out now. I don't want a ball hit to me during this perfect game. I don't want to screw it up. Yeah. Even if it's an error. No matter. I could I, see I players thinking, not yes. thinking they want to come out, but me, I don't want to be the guy to screw this thing up. Yeah. Again, no hitter. You can have a ball go through your legs. That doesn't screw up his night. The perfect game. Man. Don't take one off the chest and bobble it. No good. Man, I love a perfect game. They're rare. Do the Yankees have? Yeah, Yankees have perfect games. David Wells, <laughs> others. Have you heard of Don Larson? Don Larson. Yeah, that was so long ago. I don't <laughs> count that anymore. David Cohn. David Cohn. <laughs> now, the Mets don't have a perfect game. Right. They just barely have no hitters. <laughs> well, they have two no hitters. And I'm counting both of them. Well, you should count both of them. Why wouldn't you? People who don't count that Johan no-hitter, it's stupid. I agree. There's been no. a lot of bad misses by yeah. umpires and referees throughout the course of, you know, sports. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the human element. Yeah. That yes. we don't have robot umpires. And there wasn't replay back then. Right. And if there was, all right, it would have been different. But right. it wasn't. And right. plus, once that ball goes, quote-unquote, foul... The pressure's still the same. You still got to get through that. I remember watching that game. You still, they're rooting for him, you know? Right. And it's still very, uh, a good pressurized situation. And we had just come uh, to an anniversary of that, I believe, this past week. Yeah, they just celebrated it the other day. Yeah. Matter of fact, he was there. I wanted to play. That's one of those things that I had all this good sound with him and Tolly and Terry Collins. Yeah. And when I just, when I referenced, you want to hear some sound, and Boomer glared at me and goes, no. Okay. He wanted to hear no sound they of... He didn't want any of it. And then the at the 930 one, I'm like, I know you don't want it, but I'm playing this. Yeah. Yeah. He you was, tell uh, them, Jerry. It was, no, it was it was good, though. Like, I cut out the 15 minutes. It was I thought it was some fun stuff. And then they had Tolly's kid and Johan's kid throughout the first pitch of the game. Oh, that is awesome. Kind of neat, yes. I know I Craig didn't about care for that, the, but I thought that was neat. I forgot about Tolly. Yeah. T-H-O-L-A. Right, which is why when Craig said, I don't care about Josh Tholly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. It's 536. Still a lot more to do. It is the warm-up show until then on the fan. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lots to do. We've had a, uh, a very quick-moving hour, as they usually are. Jerry, this is how I would play bass, like this. You I have ha- the guitar in the back. Why don't you forget it? I'd have this the bass up high on my chest. Has that been forgotten about? Like, is you going to be able to take that home soon? I, I think it's been forgotten about, yeah. Because that's got to be a month or two now. Yeah. And I noticed it's all sitting there in the case. Yeah, Boomer got a Hard Rock Cafe guitar. Man. He put it in my office. You want to play... I might just take it home. I think you should. Now you can learn how to play. A little miss. I, Jay, I've tried to play the guitar so many times. It just is, does not work. 10,000 hours, Al. My fingers do not work with it. All right. I guess. I've tried. But that being said, I'd love to bring it home and play around with it. Maybe yeah. I'll do it this weekend. Maybe I think I'll... you should. And it's in one of those cool guitar guitar cases where you could walk around looking like George Thorogood when he walked around with his guitar case. Or you could go set up on uh, a corner in New York City, put a cup out, and just start playing along. No, no, here's what along. you do. Add on your little balcony yeah. with a Miller light oh. and some shades on. It's got to sound good, though, Eddie. Right. Well, no, no, no. But he's just kind of practicing, you know, No, and then you, it's a little lure for the ladies. A lot of uh, musicians He does will, have a girlfriend. A lot. Sorry. <laughs> That's true. A lot of musicians will go to Asbury Park and play on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do that and just play so poorly. Like, just, I just like <laughs> you get money because it's terrible. <laughs> Is your balcony, are you ground level or are you up, elevated? I've got two balconies here. Oh, you do? Got, so uh, you could play level. upstairs. I could. And not be bothered by anybody and just kind of look cool. Right. Just look like badass. The other thing I thought if I ever learned how to play the guitar, I would take up smoking because what used to be cool now, unfortunately, Eddie Van Halen died and he had tongue cancer, which. Everyone says came from cigarettes, except for Eddie Van Halen. He believes that the picks he was using and keeping in his mouth caused the him plastic. Yes, yeah, so, or he used some sort of metal picks. I don't mm. know what he. I don't know what the story was, but uh, there were some cool shots of classic Eddie Van Halen where he's playing the guitar and the cigar, the lit cigarette is is at the, in the guitar, right? Yeah, at the top part of the guitar. That is cool. That is cool. It's just, it really is a shame smoking is so bad oh, for you. I know, because it is cool looking. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it just looks cool. It's disgusting, and it gives you cancer. Right, and it seems like like if you were having a serious conversation with someone, you light up a cigarette. It's like, we're going to be here a few. We're gonna, we are going to dig in here and have a conversation. Have you ever watched like, like old movies Yeah, and how prevalent the smoking is? Yes. And even even more recently, if you've ever watched like Johnny Carson shows, yes, from the early '80s, I mean they're lighting a cigarette every. I mean it's like they put it out. Three minutes later, start another, another cigarette, one. and then the guest would come out before they'd start talking. They'd light up cigarette. Like really, what a different time! And it's yeah. not that long ago. It is not that long ago. So yeah, if I ever learned to play the guitar. Definitely going to You're not going to start smoking. smoking. You won't put anything in your body right now other than water, sweet potatoes, and a protein bar. And, uh, and you're going to start smoking. Miller Lite on the weekends. Right, okay. I do like a Miller Lite, Jerry. I understand. You're not going to smoke. <coughs> Gummies, perhaps. Maybe some weed, but you're not going to start smoking. Okay. I'm smoking Have now, a cigarette. Jerry. Yeah, have a cigarette. Uh, Jerry, 
You wanted to mention the Boston Celtics uh, Warriors game last night, game one of the uh, NBA Finals. Yeah. So whoever wins the series, the champion, yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good yeah, to know the, going into this conversation. If I would have told you, as much as I have been impressed by the Celtics this postseason, if yeah. I would have told you that they would be down like they were going into the fourth quarter and that they were going to blow away Golden State after the third quarter Golden State had at home, no way would you. I would love to know, and I'm sure someone did it, because it seems to be people do this every night. I would love to know what the odds were on the Celtics coming back start of the fourth quarter last night. So they were down, what, down 15 late in the third. But they were, Yeah, but I think it was 92-80 to start the fourth. At Golden State, after the Warriors just had a monster third quarter, their home, you've got Steph, you've got Klay Thompson, you've got Draymond Green. I mean, how does that happen? Jerry, the luck of the Irish. Mm. The Boston Irish. They're they're really good. That's how it happens. So they uh, outscored the Warriors forty to sixteen. In think about what you just final said. Twelve minutes. Forget the forty points. The Golden State Warriors at home scored sixteen points in the fourth quarter. That's bad. That's just bad. Jared. It's terrible. It's really amazing. I think it was a seventeen nothing run Boston had, and they're hitting threes. And how about this? Let's add this into the mix. What if I also told you that Jason Tatum did nothing? Is that right? Is that what you're telling me, Jerry? That's Yes, I'm, I'm you, assuming you did not read a game story or check the box score. I'm telling you he shot 3 for 17, and he did next to nothing, and they still came back and blew them away in the fourth quarter. I read the part that said the Celtics outscored the Warriors 40-16 to 16 in the final 12 minutes. Yeah. And then I also read that the final score is 120-108. to 108. Correct. So to say I didn't research this topic would No, be I said did you check incorrect. the box score? I did not check the box. Did you score. read the game story? I did not read the right. game really story. Really not much Jerry. research other than what we all have on our phones. The quote-unquote. <laughs> you just got the score. <laughs> Jerry, your quote-unquote game story. All yeah, I needed man. to know is that going into the fourth quarter, the Celtics didn't quit, Jerry. No, they didn't quit. That's all you need you to know. know. One of the, It's funny because we talk about Tatum and Brown and Smart. Al Horford has been uh, just amazing for that team. But... Good for them. Hey, good for you guys. Yeah. So when is their uh, Sunday is the next? Uh, wow, it's only they don't play they Saturday. Play, no. They don't play till Sunday. Sunday at Jeez. eight p.m. This stupid NBA. They're going to stretch this out till August. So Rangers game two is tonight. So then they must play Sunday. They oh, do yeah. Sunday, Sunday during afternoon. The day. Yep. Yeah, Sunday during the day. That's exactly right. A couple other here's some sports related, uh, some uh, football related items. Are you Jerry. getting to the quarterback? Which quarterback you want to go to? Fitzy. Ryan Fitzpatrick is retiring. Now. That's fine, but did you see what he's going to be doing next, probably? I saw that Amazon is interested in him. I mean, come on. Fitz, Fitz, Fitz is back. <laughs> Throw. Yes. Throwing touchdowns as, as a, a matter, matter of fact. fact. And I saw the one article I saw was yeah. a sizable contract. Is that Why? right? Why? Right. Who's clamoring to hear from Ryan? I'm not saying don't hire him. He might be good. And I don't know. Maybe the contract won't be massive. You think there's a bidding war right now for Ryan? I don't know, but supposedly they were going to offer him this big deal. I don't get it. I'm sorry, Al. I don't for the life of me understand this. Anybody who retires now, no matter who it is, Everyone wants to grab them for broadcasting, which is fine. You think this is easy doing broadcasting? But I don't get the I don't get the contracts. I really don't. I for the life of me, I will never understand it. Jerry, if Ryan Fitzpatrick goes into the Hall of Fame, if he which does, Hall of Fame? Football. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick's not going to the Hall of Fame. You think he'll go in as a Ram, a Bengal, a Bill, <laughs> a Titan, a Texan, a Jet, a Buccaneer, a Dolphin, or a Washington football team? Well, he barely played for Washington. What did he play, a half? So that one, well, we could take that one off the list. That is funny. This guy's house must have so many different NFL logos sure. in it. Yeah. Right? You know what his house looks like? Remember we used to collect the football, the helmets out, yeah. of, the, out of the little Mini kiosk helmets. at the supermarket? Yeah, I love those. That's his house. Except just, they're real helmets. Right. He just has those memorabilia <laughs> yeah. from all these different places. And did not, probably not in every stop, but did a lot of good things in a lot of places he was at. Bengals, he played a, a bunch, didn't he? Yeah, no, but I'm saying... Bills. I'm sure it wasn't all great for him. Right. But he did a lot of good things in most of the stops along the way. Boy, I got to tell you, though, other than the Rams, the Bengals, the Bills... Oh, there's a handful. He's played a cup, but not a, he didn't stay with one team no. for like longer than two years. No, he just like, you know, play, go, play, go, play, yeah. go. And when he did, I feel like he did get, was the Bills that gave him a good contract? Yes. And that didn't go well after he got the contract. Oh, he got huge money, yeah. Right. And then play, he go. went to the uh, Titans after that. What's well, funny is there are some teams that you mentioned that he played for, I do not remember. Right, like, do you remember him in a... Tennessee Titan uniform? I really don't. No, I don't. I Me remember neither. the Bengals. I do. I remember the Bills, the Jets. I That one I don't remember. The His first year, St. Louis Rams. Don't remember don't that remember either. That. No, I don't remember that. I don't know. Did Fitz. he play a lot? I don't remember. That's a good. And back. real quick, Jason Garrett, it looks like. It looks like NBC wants to hire him. For what, right. Jerry? Well, I guess for the what the Drew Brees role was. Oh. He's Whatever. just about as boring. Yeah. I, that might work. I, I, yeah, I know. We're He's looking for a not guy. not the most exciting guy. Equally as boring to Drew Brees. We think you can do it. <laughs> Dungy and Garrett. Yeah. And uh, who's the other guy? Rodney Harrison. They are so boring. <laughs> I, I mean, that's just a boring crew. <laughs> and then Mike Florio's boring. Peter King's boring. Like, oh, my gosh. I like Peter King. Peter is Chris, King? Is Chris Sims still involved? He I is. think so. I like him. He's he is good. not boring. Yeah. I Peter like King's Sims. one of those guys like Bob Costas. For real. I could listen to him no matter... Who the show is, what the interview is, I don't is that know. Right? I, yeah, he's one of those guys. There's okay. a few of them that I could listen to any day. Agreed. Peter King is one, absolutely. And Bob Costas is another. So right now, if Peter King's driving around, he's like, "Those are two of my guys." Yeah. And Peter King. Matter of fact, Al's not uh, working a couple of days. I'm booking him for the show. Peter King. Peter King. Uh, we have to take oh, a quick Peter break. King? When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Boomer and Geo at six. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the NBA. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Mets did lose late last night in L.A., 2-0 to the Dodgers. The Yankees swept their doubleheader from the Angels. They won 6-1 and then 2-1, and the Celtics won last night as well with a dominant fourth quarter Rangers lightning tonight. The season of Jets, Jerry, they're going to add a couple more names to their ring of honor. They haven't done so, I was reading, since 2017. This is a weird That's one. a long time ago. Like, so it's Revis, Mangold, and Ferguson. I, this is going to sound strange. I don't care for the Revis one. Really? I don't. He was such a jerk with the contract, left, played for the Patriots, came back and was awful. And got a big con. I don't, I, yeah, I don't care for that one. Yeah. And I know he was a great player for a short time for them. Yes. I don't care for it. Sold a lot of jerseys. Brick, Brick absolutely. Mangled, absolutely. Revis, no. All right. Then I, I might be on an island on that I'll one, but. A Revis Island, Jerry? No, 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 no. No. Uh, I just didn't like the way Revis. he went about it. Uh, 
Oh. It was always about him. Right. It was always about him, Jerry. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.